Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, <laughs> fantastic. I'm very excited to introduce you to Anthony Paponi. How are you doing, Anthony? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And I'm in Bend, Oregon. Fantastic. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. You're welcome. Anthony provides unique expertise combining research on uh, human happiness, leadership, culture, and trust. Exceptional teams achieve extraordinary outcomes, and these teams are just that, the exception to the rule. I think your mission to reclaim the joy in workplaces and communities by inspiring leaders to foster community, spark laughter, and create a culture your group will rave about is just remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's so, good work and it needs to be done. Yay. <laughs> Here we go. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, I, typically for me, it's it's smaller workplaces and those smaller workplaces, you know, under 100 people or even at 100 people um, often have a human resources department that handles the hiring and the firing and the benefits, but they don't necessarily have a dedicated staff uh, or sometimes not even a dedicated budget towards leadership and organizational development and culture within their organization. And so they're, you know, their big challenge is they're just dealing with retention and engagement issues and um, employees are looking more from their work these days and it's become a real challenge. Mm. I can hear that. And so assuming we're still all human, right? <laughs> what, what are common mistakes uh, your clients typically make when trying to solve that kind of problem or that challenges? Yeah, it's... It, it's the human dynamic and mm. you know people are expected to work hard and, and working hard is actually really good for you Pro productivity is a good thing um, and work has a hard elements in it and and that's fine too and even the, the parts of work that make us happy will include mm. things that are hard that in the moment don't necessarily feel good but they feel good in retrospect uh, but we can really miss if we're really focused on productivity and results and then uh, and those sort of things that, that we can really miss on the human side of things. And I mean, you know, building relationships and honoring the fact that people have lives away from work. And, and those are really hard on the human being. And, and people are looking for more. And when you get this real buy-in and you establish this foundation of trust and you really show that you're invested in the whole human, uh, it, it can really set this foundation for, for building something spectacular. So they may also uh, stay in their jobs, essentially. Yeah, right? yeah. you know, people that find a workplace where they're surrounded by people that they really like and they feel like they're understood and they're known and they're valued and that they, you know, come in and they do really good work and they still have time and bandwidth for things away from work. I think it's really mm. powerful for them. Um, and so, I, you know, I'm encouraging people to lean into that. And, you know, the mm. workplace benefits, the workers obviously benefit. And the workplace benefits by having people that are just really engaged in what they're doing, that want to stay there, that will actually help recruit people to the company that fit with the culture, 
So it's a win-win, and it's one of those things that doesn't necessarily show up in a direct way on a profit and loss statement, but certainly have benefit and value to the, the organization overall. Well, everything is, is measurable, so I think yeah, true, there's, true. A, there's a way to that. There is. So, there is always a way. So before I ask Anthony, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. Sure. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Anthony, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Yeah, I, I love that you asked valuable and free. And I think that that's one of the things that people don't understand about what it takes to build a workplace culture sometimes. A lot of these things don't cost a lot of money. It's just more of a mindset about what we do and how we interact mm -hmm. with people. Uh, the one that I really love that really is part of high trust cultures is about recognition for excellence. And, you know, we think about excellence as like the annual awards that we give to someone as the employee of the month or the employee of the quarter or the employee of the year. And that means that if you only honor someone once a year, there's 364 other potential days in the year where people aren't feeling like they've been honored for what they contribute to. Mm -hmm. And so recognition is really important to the human brain. It's really important to the human being. It's part of positive psychology. It's what we know about human happiness. Mm -hmm. And uh, so doing that recognition should just be done more regularly. That can be done in you know weekly, surely, uh, at team meetings. But you can do that anytime and any place when you see something doing something really good. And if you kind of play with the formula for it that works really well, um, you're you're honoring that excellence in that person. They feel good. And you're also kind of recognizing what it looks like to be a good employee in those moments. Um, so the people strive towards, you know, behaving in that way, which is you know good for everybody. I, I really think uh, you're, you're hitting, uh, making a point here that's very important it, because it goes both ways, you know, just being aware of like wherever you can uh, recognize someone for what they're, what they're doing. But also then, you know, uh, when you start doing that, you know, not only that they will be feel recognized and, and seen, so over time you will also earn the feedback that comes back to you in that regard. So it really goes in, in both directions, wouldn't you say? Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. You've captured it really well. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. So I want to give you also the opportunity and platform to share uh, where people can find you, but also what is one another valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, I, I, I would encourage people to maybe go in two different directions, and it, it really just depends on where you are. And if I keep talking about trust and, and you're like, well, trust really is something that like, mm, I haven't been thinking about that, or we're lacking trust, or maybe we're pretty good at it, uh, I have a very quick six-question survey that just kind of says, listen, here's, here's what it looks like for these things to be done well within a workplace. And then it comes with a, a free or a tool after the survey. It just says, okay, here's things to play with. If you're doing things well related to trust, keep, keep doing those, obviously. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore those. Uh, but then invest in some of these other things that can make these small shifts over time. And again, even with your, you know, your previous question, so many of these things are free or are low cost. They really don't take much and they really kind of add back in that human, that human element. Um, the other thing I would say is if you want, really want to go deeper and you're really trying to understand your culture, I can provide a survey on that as well. And they're really valuable for you to kind of like at least have a baseline for where you are with organizations. And, and cultures change over time. People come, people go. The organization's mission might shift a little bit. All of those things can change. And so culture is a dynamic thing. And we need to honor that. 
Um, but at least kind of getting an idea of what some of those really good components look like of having a good culture, uh, having that baseline established is really valuable. Wonderful. And uh, you care to share where people can find you? Oh, sure. It's uh, anthonypoponi.com. It's just my name. Here we go. <laughs> Fantastic. Of course, we'll put the link in the show, show notes so people can check it out. Uh, thank you for sure. that. Yeah. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? <laughs> you know, I, I love that you asked that. Uh, I think one of the things that, that I, I touched on very, very briefly earlier is that there's real hard parts to happiness. And when we talk about happiness in our lives, there's elements of it that are, you know, we should have fun and we should be happy and joyful and elated. And we should experience those things at work. There's a whole other side to, to this happiness piece, though, that comes with harder parts that we need to just honor and lean into. Uh, one of the greatest things about life on this planet is the relationships we can build with other people. One of the hardest parts of life on this planet is sharing it with some of these other people because relationships are hard. Um, they take a lot of time to build up good relationships and trust and becoming a better leader. All of those things, you know, are part of the hard parts as our mastery and growth and even stepping into new challenges and what I call strategic discomfort. You know, mm -hmm. really learning to kind of like, okay, like some of these things don't feel good in the moment, but I'm going to push through those things because I know I'm going to be pr prideful of the things that I've accomplished by doing those instead of giving up. So, you know, I think we have to just honor the fact that these hard parts of happiness also have real value. Hmm. I understand. Well, so very important. And uh, thank you for, uh, for this wonderful reminder. So this already brings me to my final question. It's a personal one and uh, goes like this. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Yeah, it's a great question. I... Um... I love that you asked it and because I, it made me think a little bit about it and I, I don't have a great memory. I don't know about you, uh, but the thing that helps me remember are the photos that I take. And so I'm always reminding myself to take photos because they're really nice to go back on and have these moments where you can get these goosebump moments. And one of them that I thought about was a, just a beautiful photo from over the winter uh, here. The Deschutes River runs through Bend, Oregon. It was winter outside. It was no one else on the trails at this beautiful falls called Benham. So I'll share that one, but the one that I really thought about when I saw it was something that sounds so incredibly silly, but it's just packed full of things that are meaningful to me. Um, the organization out here that I'm on the board for is called the Boys and Girls Club. But then it's a youth development organization. Uh, serves primarily, uh, primarily kids that are living at or near the poverty line. And that's really important to me was as someone that grew up in poverty. And um, we threw something called an adult prom. So it's, you know, a high school dance party, but it was for adults. And so everyone there was in their, you know, 30s and 40s and 50s and maybe 60s. And I was the DJ and the MC. So I'm in this silly costume um, for Jeff Spicoli and I'm standing on stage and I'm just being a goofball. And it was just this beautiful thing of just looking out at all of these people wearing costumes, being silly, letting their guard down. And being surrounded by family and friends and all these people that have volunteered to put this event on, all to raise funds, you know, for other people. And uh, mm -hmm. for me, that just kind of was like this really joy-filled moment of being like, ah, oh, this is such a great thing for me to be a part of, a great thing for me to experience, a great thing for other people to experience. So that was mm -hmm. a, a moment of awe and some goosebumps, even getting goosebumps right now. So. <laughs> Well achieved. So mission accomplished. Yeah, well, <laughs> thank here, you. I appreciate same that. Here. We, oh, good. 
Well, thank you, Anthony, for this amazing Goosebumps story uh, that, that you just shared with us. It's a great reminder of, uh, you know, to celebrate these uh, special yeah. moments and uh, to do that more often, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So thank you also for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I uh, appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.